ninth episode of the Live to Shoot podcast where we talk about all things Second Amendment and any other topic that may come to mind. Well, I'm a little slow in getting uh, this uh, podcast out this week. Uh, baseball season has started and I've got a junior and a freshman baseball player. And this time of year till, well, if you ask my wife, baseball season never ends. So, but from now till October, November, uh, we'll be uh, playing baseball. Right now we're in our high school season. So the boys have played. They're 2-0 they're on their varsity team. So it keep, keeps us occupied. Um, this, this episode I thought I would just talk about one of the things that just gets me going. Um, and it is the ignorant media and our politicians as it pertains to guns and the laws around those guns. Um, so this time of year, during election season, uh, there's always a lot of talk about their proposed uh, gun control legislation uh, whenever anything uh, happens in the media in terms of maybe a, a shooting or some other unfortunate event. The media all gets up in arms again about gun control, and you can always tell that they don't know what they're talking about by just simply the words they use. I'm going to give you a few examples. This is from, uh, what's his name here? Uh, Kevin DeLeon. He's a California Democrat state senator, and this um, going to have a lot of the buzzwords that I look for. Uh, and we'll talk about those here in a minute. But this is his quote. This is a ghost gun. This right here has the ability with a 30 caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within a half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second. All sorts of issues with that statement. We'll talk about that later. Um, oh, our wonderful Mike Bloomberg. I love this one. Well, if it can fire a lot of bullets very quickly, that's a good definition. And then you can argue what a lot is. Okay, let's say three. If you haven't hit the deer with three shots, you're a pretty lousy shot. That deer deserves to get away. And, okay, this is from Carolyn McCarthy. Uh, she's a, she was a New York Democrat representative. And she had proposed some legislation around um, uh, assault weapon bans and banning weapons that have a barrel shroud. And when asked what a barrel shroud is, she goes, I actually don't know what a barrel shroud is. I believe it's the thing that goes up. So again, there's my example. These people are making the laws and they don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, and our beloved Diane Feinstein. We have federal regulations and state laws that prohibit hunting ducks with more than three rounds, and yet it's legal to hunt humans with 15 round, 30 round, even 150 round magazines. Well, Diane, I don't think it's legal to hunt humans. And from our former president, Barack Obama, 
it is easier for a 12 or 13 year old to purchase a gun and cheaper than it is for them to get a book. So you can see that especially those on the left have no idea what they're talking about. So some of the buzzwords that I look for whenever they're, uh, they're starting to talk about proposed gun legislation or things that are, are, um, that need to be addressed or anything of that nature. Uh, probably one of my favorites is the gun show loophole. So I'm an FFL, been an FFL for, uh, gosh, 13 years now. Time goes by quick. And the gun show loophole is intentionally that they are implying that you can go to gun shows and buy guns uh, legally from dealers without having to, to avoid a background check. And there is no loophole. There's nothing. Dealers at gun shows have to follow the same rules that they follow as if they're their own shop. All they're trying to do is regulate the private sale of guns between two individuals, but they make it sound like there's something, um, some way that people are skirting the law um, at gun shows. Uh, we saw it, heard this uh, in, in most of the clips, uh, no pun intended, clip uh, versus magazine. Uh, you will hear that almost any time they're talking about that. They've gotten a little better here lately. I think uh, they've been chastised and corrected a lot to try and get them to say magazine, but uh, if they aren't uh, concentrating, they're gonna say clip. And just right there, they don't understand how a gun works. I wouldn't think they understand what a gun is, actually. Assault weapon. This is my definition. They don't know what a gun is because they can't define one. They just know an assault weapon. It it's, makes it sound like it's something bad, but there is no definition of what an assault weapon is. Uh, military style. That's another uh, um, popular phrase that uh, military style and, and if you go back to our founding fathers and the Second Amendment and, you know, what guns our individuals owned at that time, they owned military-style weapons. The, the guns that they used, uh, the, our uh, uh, Minutemen, our forefathers fighting in the Revolution, they, those were guns that they owned. Uh, we didn't have... A, you know, initially didn't have a lot of guns that were issued from the government. And so each individual was using a military style weapon. So, you know, I always like to say and one thing, you know, um, you might be a gun grabber if you've ever said gun show loophole. Um, that's uh, one of my favorite lines. Uh, we talked about uh, um, ghost guns. So they make, again, Ghost guns sound like it's something salacious, uh, that, and typically, now I've, recently I've heard them even talking about ghost guns because that the barrel doesn't have a serial number on it. You can buy the, the um, trigger and uh, the magazines and the, the buttstock or whatever it might be. You can buy all those individually, the upper receiver. 
and they're not serialized and that the only thing that you have to get is a the receiver through a, a licensed dealer um, that is not a ghost gun that is a fully traceable gun now you can buy 80% receivers and that aren't serialized and manufacture a gun in home there's nothing illegal about that at this point in time um, I haven't delved into the statistics I'm going to look into it about how pervasive that is and you know what percentage of the weapons found at crime scenes are from 80% you know receivers unserialized uh, I've heard you know I've read some on the left some articles that are stating 30% of the weapons that are being found are these I don't buy into that um, but I don't want to really discuss it till I have um, more time um, another example uh, that impacted me as an FFL that I, again just shows that these lawmakers don't understand the laws that they're making um, fast and furious so as a FFL in Texas uh, when um, back in the Obama administration when they started uh, there seemed to be this report that all these weapons um, ARs and things were making it into Mexico into the into the drug cartels hands and it's because us awful dealers in the border states were selling you know um, straw purchases and things like that to people to take multiple rifles to take over to the to the um, across the border and so they enacted a requirement upon us that now anytime a I transfer in within a five-day period to an individual a a fully a semi-automatic rifle that fires a cartridge greater than a 22 caliber not including 22 but greater than a 22 caliber within a five-day period I have to report that so I've always had to report transfers of multiple handguns again one they don't understand what the burden that puts on the FFL to try and keep track of that and two it has does nothing to prevent that that person from buying one from me and going down to uh, Academy or uh, Cabela's and buying another and completely isn't um, traceable but then the kicker to all this was it wasn't us awful dealers that were transferring the guns down into to, to Mexico it was our own government that had that uh, a, a sting in operation that they were going to flood the tr um, Mexico with guns and then track them and see where they end up end up going eh, the only problem is they lost track of them and they didn't know what happened to them so I'm gonna you know step off my soapbox for now um, but again you know it's always a red flag whenever you hear the media talking about um, fully another another one's fully automatic right an automatic weapon and that they think an automatic weapon uh, that we need to outlaw automatic weapons. Well, I want to tell you that while they're not outlawed, they're heavily regulated, and you you just can't go buy one. One, they're extremely expensive, and two, there is a, an additional process to go get a fully automatic weapon, and they are not being used in crimes today. So now it's really, but they want to make it sound like it's more salacious than it is. So. 
whenever you hear these terms, guns show a loophole, a clip versus a magazine, automatic weapons, uh, ghost guns, uh, assault weapons, military style weapons, you know you're listening to either a politician or a media member that has no idea what they're talking about. So until next time, Oh, I do want to thank uh, people that have emailed me. Um, continue to email me with your suggestions. Um, uh, if you're listening, I, my uh, number of listeners are slowly growing, which is a good thing. It's cool that people are actually listening. Please, I'm going to put my email in the show notes. Uh, put um, an, uh, for you to subscribe to my newsletter, uh, and you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'll put all those links in there as well. So that uh, you can stay connected with me. And uh, if you got anything you would like for me to talk about or research, email it to me. But until next time, have a good week. Thanks.